Your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free. And welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans, an abbreviated edition of Inside New Orleans today with UNO basketball starting here on the airwaves at 106.1 FM. Nash icon on your radio dial. 
Uh, UNO, again, basketball starting this evening at 5.30. We'll have you until 5.20 um, this this evening. And, of course, uh, uh, big, big night, right? Saints, Ravens in the Dome coming off an incredible weekend of, of high school and college football here in the, in, in the, um, uh, the state of Louisiana. And uh, we talked a lot about November, haven't we? Uh, it, it's a time when, again, we separate the pretenders from the contenders. And so far, November is looking pretty darn good, uh, seven days in. Remember, you can listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Those are free digital platforms for you to be able to download the program, uh, listen live there. Also, NashFM106.com, also EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. But, again, we're on all podcasting platforms. All you can do is search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. You'll find it. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, our social media platforms. Join the conversation. I expect to be, um, uh, I'm going to try to be <laughs> uh, very active tonight. It, it's hard because I'll tell you guys how I, watch, how I watch games now. It was funny. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, actually yesterday, um, and I used to have a house full of, of friends that used to come over. We'd watch the games together. And slowly they started trickling off. And a lot of the reason why is, you know, I watch the games as more of, more of an, as an analyst than, than, a, than, you know, a fan. So I'm stopping the game in the middle, and I'm, I'm, I'm DVR. I have the, on the DVR, so I'm going back to a play, and I'll stop it and mark the play, and then, and then of course, watch the play in slow motion, et cetera. And a lot of people don't want to be bothered. They want to see the damn game. So uh, I watch the games by myself now. And, and uh, so a lot of times I'm behind. So I'm not out there tweeting and on social media as a lot of people are. Usually we'll try to do something at the end of the quarter, end of the halves um, when it comes to that. So, But I'm looking forward to it. This is going to be a great night for the Saints. I really feel good about the Saints tonight going into this game. Uh, obviously they got to be able to um, um, control uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, keep him in the pocket, make him a pocket passer, uh, and putting a tremendous amount of pressure on him. Uh, mistake-free football is something they've got to have. And we got to see a duplication of what we saw last week with this defense. You know, the offense has not been an issue for the most part. Yes, they've turned the ball over. They had mistakes in terms of penalties. Uh, that, that, again, has put them in a position where they've only had three wins. But the biggest problem on this team so thus far has been even the play of the defense, which had not lived up to the quote-unquote standards that were set previously. And, of course, the expectations that we saw coming out of training camp. Uh, they, we saw that last week. Look, we can, we can talk about a myriad of reasons why. Okay, I believe that, again, the trade of C.J. Gardner-Johnson, there was a hangover for this team. And I said it when this happened. I said that, again, you cannot trade a player that, again, that means so much to the team, not just on the field, but also, again, an, an emotional leader, uh, a, a leader that, uh, that, that, again, that, that was kind of the juice of the team on, on, the, uh, on the field, but also, again, a, a player that was dealing with a contract. And we've said this over and over again. You know it if you've been around, around professional sports for a long time. Players don't like, again, when management messes with a player that's trying to be able to deal with a contract. Contracts are off limits. You never hear a player talk about another player's contract. You never hear about the way that person, a player approaches getting a contract if they're sitting out whatever it is. Gardner Johnson was sitting out reps. John Singler uh, reported this last week on, on Saints Wire that there was a meeting between uh, Gardner Johnson and also Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen and Gardner Johnson got into a heated argument at that point in that meeting. And, of course, that opened the door for the permission from Dennis Allen to be able to trade Gardner Johnson. The biggest mistake of his coaching career so far. You don't do that, 
Okay, Gardner Johnson is flourishing in Philadelphia, leading the NFL in interceptions. Uh, again, the Saints have two. They were looking for a safety. They went out and got Marcus May and Tyron Matthew. They had a safety here all along in, in Gardner Johnson. It's also Allen's responsibility as a former defensive backs coach and also, again, uh, the, the defensive coordinator. He's known Gardner Johnson since he came over from Florida. It was a huge loss for this team, and it took a while for it to overcome. And, again, it took the captains of this team to be able to step up and, and to be able to start to call out, again, their teammates individually and, and, and as a group on how they were playing, i.e. Alvin Kamara, who rarely stands up in front of the team, uh, to be able to have his voice heard. And it obviously resonated, along with, again, with the other captains, because this team played like we, ex- we expected them to play last week in the 24 to nothing um, shellacking uh, of the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, sustainability, can you sustain that over time? That's the big question. You know, was this a one-off? Is this an anomaly? Or is this the team we're going to see for the rest of the season? Because if that's the team we're going to see for the rest of the season, then they got a chance. They win tonight. Again, they can, they'll be in first place in the, in the NFC South. It'll be a tie, nevertheless, after, again, the Los Angeles Rams once again let us down. I mean, I couldn't believe. I'm pulling for the Rams yesterday once again. Uh, my, I was ill doing it. And, of course, Tom Brady again comes back and beats the Rams. Uh, and when, when the Saints needed them, them to, beat, uh, the, to, to win the most, much like, again, last year in the, during the playoff run, right? With that said, again, the Saints have to control their own destiny here. They put themselves in a 3-5 in, in and five hole. So now it's up to the Saints now to be able to, again, pull themselves out. And the only way they're going to do that is to play solid defense, swarming defense, gang tackling, not making mistakes, uh, limiting the penalties, uh, being, a, again, an opportunistic defense, being able to stop the run, which tonight is going to be key, containing, again, a mobile quarterback, which, again, they've had problems with in the past. I mean, this has to be, has to be all hands on deck. And, of course, how they're going to be able to approach Lamar Jackson, who, again, if you allow him to be able to, to scramble, uh, again, that, that allows his, his, um, his playmakers to get open. Now, he's going to be without Andrews, the tight end tonight. That's a, that's a plus for the Saints. But nevertheless, again, this defense has to show up. And they've got to show up every, every week now from this point forward. There are no excuses. We saw what they could do last week when motivated. Now, whether that motivation comes from within, whether it comes from, again, the captains, whether, whether, they're, 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 whether they're, they're still angry at, at Dennis Allen or, again, not, not believing in the coaching staff, all that, again, is, is, is conjecture. It's time for this team to be able to put it together, to be the team that we thought they were. On offense, Andy Dalton's done a good job as quarterback. Again, with, with the exception, again, the, of, of the pick sixes against Arizona, for the most part, he's taking care of the football. And that's what you need in a quarterback for this team. Yes, again, Michael Thomas has gone for the season. A lot of people are angry about that. Look, here's the deal. I've said it before. I'm not angry at Michael Thomas because, again, he's injured. I'm not angry at Michael Thomas because he's missed time. My problem with Michael Thomas is it's a repeat of what we saw previously. He held off on not getting the surgery on his ankle and ended up losing, losing two seasons, almost two seasons, really a season and a half. He could have had the, the, the surgery early. Again, he allowed that, uh, taking advice to allow that to heal on its own. It didn't heal on its own. He ended up having the surgery, and it kept him out longer than he should have been. Now it's, again, the, the, uh, the toe injury, which, again, um, we had Jimmy Detail Smith on the, on, the, uh, on the program last week, and one of the things that he, that he talked about was uh, that this was, a, um, uh, this was a Liz Frank injury. Well, my gosh, do you think that's going to heal on its own? 
I mean, if he had surgery earlier in the season when, when, this, when this injury occurred, we might have a chance to see Michael Thomas at the end of the season for a playoff run. So my problem with Michael Thomas is simple. Again, it is your responsibility once you make the type of money that you've been paid. Well, again, with, with this, and, and of course, being a, a supposedly a quote-unquote team leader and also should be in, uh, indebted to what, this, what Mrs. Benson has done for him and, and the faith that this team showed in him to get on the field as soon as possible. For your teammates, for your, for the franchise, for the owner, for your fan base. He didn't do it. And he's hurt this team once again. They could have went in a different direction. I mean, I've talked about it before. Now they're cash-strapped uh, with, with the cap. They, 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 they have the inability to be able to trade uh, their, um, uh, their veteran players, especially their star players, because those contracts have been reconstructed so many times that at this point, you know, again, it's, it, it, is, it is full of just dead money. All you got left, you don't have a base salary anymore. You have bonuses that have been paid out. So here we are. We're in a situation now where, again, you had an offense that, that is re- relying on Alvin Kamara, uh, Taysom Hill, and Chris Olave, the rookie. Those three players have, been, have become your offense. When, again, you looked at this on paper at the beginning of the season and you looked at, again, a great wide receiving core, which included Landry and Thomas and Olave. Uh, a, again, an all-purpose guy in, in, in Taysom Hill. Uh, I would say Alvin Kamara. And at that point, Jameis Winston, we thought, would be the quarterback who, again, has been overtaken by Andy Dalton. Like it or not, uh, this team, this, this coaching staff believes Andy Dalton is the best, uh, best uh, player to be able to win for them. And one of the reasons why is the ability to be able to throw the ball in the first and second levels. No, he's not the bomber that, uh, that Winston is. Uh, but, again, he is a steady quarterback that, again, can get the ball. Uh, 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 in, I don't want to say breeze-like, but in a breeze-type breeze mode. Uh, the short passing game, using the running game, it'll move the ball down the field. But the problem with the Saints have been self-inflicted mistakes, penalties, uh, turnovers, again, missed assignments. Those are the things that have held this team back throughout the season. And for a team that had been disciplined throughout, the, again, the Peyton era for the most part, where Peyton, again, would never again uh, settle for the type of play that we saw in the first part of this season. Last week was a kind of a coming out party where everything kind of fell into place. Hopefully, that is what we see going forward with the New Orleans Saints. But we won't know. Tonight's another night. It is national TV. Saints have had a chance to be able to get rested up. But the question is, are they going to bring the type of game we saw against Las Vegas last week for the rest of the season, again, starting with, with Baltimore tonight? Baltimore is a team that can be beat. Okay, they're not a juggernaut. The Saints are playing, again, up to Saints standards. They can beat Baltimore. It's going to be tough. It's a phys- they're a physical team, especially up front, which goes to the offensive line, which has played exceptional over the last few weeks. A lot of that has to do with Anthony Dalton. Look, I've talked about it before. For, for years and years and years, you had you – had, Drew Brees getting the ball out quickly. And, of course, the offensive line was lauded as one of the best in the league. Were they? Well, in some cases, they were, they were one of the best in the league. But Brees made that offensive line look much better because, of, again, his pre-snap reads and getting the ball out quickly. Dalton is doing the same thing. But now it comes down to, again, this offensive line to continue to be physical, uh, opening up holes for the running game. And then also being in a situation where, again, they're not making critical mistakes and penalties, which, again, set this team back early in the season. How many times do you see false starts, holding, et cetera, uh, on this offensive line, which, again, really really hurt this team early? They have been playing as a unit and playing much better over the last few weeks. They have to continue that. And then you have to get the ball to the playmakers. Okay, that means, again, Pete Carmichael's got to have a, uh, a game plan uh, that, that includes getting the ball to Alvin Kamara, 
getting the ball to Taysom Hill, and getting the ball to Chris Olave. Those are your three playmakers. Those are the guys that, again, that have to get the ball. And, again, for Taysom Hill, getting the ball in all types of, uh, of ways, whether that's throwing the ball on the, at the quarterback position, whether that is also, again, uh, running the football whether, uh, out of the quarterback position or, again, catching the football. Uh, he's got to be a big part going forward, and hopefully he can stay healthy with the type of, 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 uh, of usage he's going to get. And, of course, Alvin Kamara. He needs the ball in his hands, and he needs the ball in his hands every way that they can get it to him. If the Saints can do that, coaching staff has a good plan, and they don't beat themselves, I see no reason why. And, again, I've talked about it over and over again. Everybody, everybody wants to talk about the schedule. The schedule's not as daunting as a lot of people thought it was going to be in the beginning of the season. Okay? I mean, honestly. The Ravens are beatable. The Steelers have a, a rookie quarterback. Did you see what the Rams were yesterday? How about the 49ers? Uh, are you afraid of the Buccaneers? I'm not. The Falcons, they're a fraud. Okay? The Browns will be starting Deshaun Watson for the first time. I'll take my chances there. Eagles look like the toughest team on the schedule. And then the Panthers. So when you look at this team right now, you've got to be able to say to yourself, hopefully they're going to continue to be able to play like we saw last week. And, and that is the keys, honestly, folks, to, to again, uh, to the turning of this season around. It's one game at a time. You can't look any further than, 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 than one, one and oh. I mean, we've seen that uh, with the, the Pelicans. We've seen that with Tulane. We've seen that with LSU. And we have to see that with the Saints now going forward. There's no other way around it. This is a situation where, again, this team has, has its back against the wall because of, again, uh, the mistakes and, and, and the missteps that have happened uh, in, in the first early part of the season. But the season is in front of them because they are in such a bad division. And a bad division and a bad conference. So that means, again, that they are still alive. And all they needed again to do was, again, start playing Saints football. Yes, they've had to overcome some injuries, some tough injuries, there's no doubt about it. Hopefully, again, that, that, that won't be something that will be epidemic going forward. It's hard to be able to replace a, a Marshawn Lattimore, but Alante Taylor's done a great job since he's come back. Hopefully, again, that this, this defense will start to play like, again, we thought they were. And if they could do that along with, again, a, a, a offense that utilizes weapons, there's no reason to believe this team can't turn it around. But, again, talk is cheap. At some point, you've got to be able to get the job done. And hopefully, again, this team will be able to get the job done tonight starting against the, uh, against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I like the Saints tonight. But, again, I'm hoping I'm going to see the Saints team that we saw last week against Las Vegas and not the teams that, again, we saw uh, fumble and bumble its way through, again, the first part of this season. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Uh, we'll talk about Tulane LSU next. Uh, but, again, we'll remind everybody about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Uh, don't forget, again, if you're looking for a company you can trust, it's Burkhardt. Remember, today's program is brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, again, a limited edition gin in the super premium gin category. Tonight will be a great night to be able to, again, invite the friends over, invite the family over for, the, for a tailgating party. Again, maybe you're heading out to the, to the dome to go pick up Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, again, it's uh, uh, notes of coastal freshness. Uh, also, again, uh, uh, a... Uh, a uh, a super premium gin that that you that again you'll enjoy, uh, no matter uh, uh, no matter whether you're a, a regular uh, a regular gin drinker. Again, you're you're uh, you're trying this for the first time. Uh, Henrik Stentunia gin has now uh, really kind of set the uh, uh, the super premium gin category on fire. And of course, why not? It, it is part of the Hendrix um, um, family. 
And, of course, we uh, it's only around there for a limited time to March of 2023. So, again, uh, get yours and get yours now. That's Hendrix Neptunia Gin, uh, part of Hendrix Gin, at your favorite spirit store, should be at your favorite restaurant or your favorite bar, and a proud sponsor of our Monday show. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to uh, Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by NetSpend All Access Accounts. NetSpend All Access Accounts. Get the account designed for your everyday mobile banking needs. Banking services provided by an account established by Pathword NA, member FDIC. Deposit account opening is subject to registration and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Delays are solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from Loyola to Power. In the meantime, delays are going to be solid if you're traveling on 10 westbound right at Clearview. Also look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection from before Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit and school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. Ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit jpsojobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick and get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com that's acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10. 
better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Using innovative technology and the real words of the people who were there, Expressions of America is an immersive sound and light show that brings history to life like never before, coming only to the National World War II Museum in New Orleans. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Again, much like Midsummer Solstice, much like Lunar, fast becoming the highest-selling limited-edition spirit in the super-premium gin category. Have you tasted it? Notes of coastal freshness, balanced with notes of, of uh, citrus, alluring uh, juniper character, lengthened with, lengthened with uh, deep earthly notes of locally sourced Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, and an unmistakable crisp finish. Uh, this limited-edition Hendrix Gin can be found at your favorite spirit store and is perfect for, again, uh, a, a night out with friends friends, tailgating, uh, getting ready for the Saints game. Uh, put it up in your bar because it's a limited edition spirit. And, of course, it'll be something that'll be a, a collector's item for you, but also a, a conversation piece as well. Uh, again, it's part of the Hendrix um, um, lineage of, of fantastic gins. Uh, so get out there and get it now. It is only on the shelves until March uh, of 2023. And uh, what, a, what, a fantastic, you know, what a fantastic gin. Again, um, the master distiller Leslie Gracely, who is a scientist by uh, trade, uh, has been given the uh, uh, leeway to be able to go in and do experimentation. And this time again, she used the coastal herbs uh, from, again, the uh, Scottish seaside uh, to be able to, um, uh, th- those botanicals as well, to be able to, again, come up with uh, Henrik's Neptunia gin. And uh, again, it's fantastic. Got to try it. Definitely got to try it. All right, uh, some quick notes on the Saints before we go to the Tulane and LSU and the great weekend that they had. Uh, the Saints have placed Chris Hansen, on, linebacker, on injured reserve. They've activated P.J. Williams off injured reserve. Kevin, uh, they've signed Kevin White off the practice squad to the active roster, and they've elevated Jordan Howard, running back, um, to, to, the, uh, to, to the active roster for tonight. No word yes, yet, yet on the uh, inactives for tonight. Uh, I'll give you those as we, as we go forward on today's program. Again, don't forget about my friends over at uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you're looking up, you can trust when it comes uh, for your generator. Uh, generator sales and service of their business. I've been talking about this for a while now. Uh, Burkhardt, again, has a crew that is designated only to do generators. Uh, th- that dedicated team will handle your planning, permitting, inspections, the whole entire process. Uh, which means, again, all you got to do is, is choose the generator you want for your home or your business. Jason Burkhart will come out to your home and will sit down with you, do a consultation. He's not trying to hard sell you. He's going to give you the information you need for to be able to make your choice. And if you've done your homework, it's going to be an easy transition because you choose the generator you want. Burkhardt has Generac generators in stock in their warehouse in Manville right now waiting for you. And then, of course, you can either finance it over time or, again, pay it all up front. You get that new install quality check after one month, something Burkhardt does for everything they install to make sure you know how to operate the, uh, the, the, the generator. And at Burkhardt, they, 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 again, guarantee you a single-day install. Uh, 24-7, 365 emergency service with all the parts you need stocked in their warehouse uh, in Mandeville. And, yes, folks, uh, don't forget also about maintaining that generator. Burkhardt can maintain that generator for you as well. They're your one-stop shop when it comes to generator sales and service. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right. You know, again, November is where we separate the pretenders for the contenders in college football, okay? And I want to go back in time for a second before we talk about, again, what, what a great weekend it was for both. At the end of last season, LSU was in shambles, okay? You had players opting out. 
of the bowl game. I mean, they had a wide receiver playing quarterback against Kansas State. There was a mass exodus of the program. This is a program, again, that won the national championship, had arguably, again, the greatest season in college football at 15-0 just two years earlier. This program had sunk to the lowest of low points, okay, at the end of last season. NCAA investigations, firing of Coach O and his staff, top recruits that, again, that started heading for the exits. I mean, you know, all these recruits that, again, that were supposed to stick at LSU. I mean, mass exodus, right, like rats from a, from a sinking ship. Then came the hiring of Brian Kelly. He's a coach that has won at every single level that he's participated in. But yet, there was pushback from some LSU fans who didn't see the forest for the trees. Okay? Remember? He's not one of us. Okay? He's faking a southern drawl. He makes too much money. I mean, were you in that number? Look in the mirror now if you were. Okay? Because there were plenty of you that were. What did I tell you when they, when, they, when, they, when they hired this guy? He's the closest to Nick Saban you're ever going to get. What did I want? I wanted a young Nick Saban. Didn't get that. You got a coach as close to Nick Saban as you'll ever get, a foundation builder, someone that can sustain a program. But yet again, naysayers were still out there. Oh, he's making too much money. He's not one of us. How, you know, how can he coach at LSU? He's never coached in the SEC. Notre Dame ain't the SEC. How you like me now is what I'd be saying again if I'm, if I'm Brian Kelly. Think about this. He was left to sift through 39 scholarship players. He had to quickly hit the transfer portal for, for 12 players, 15 signees in his 22-22 class, which he had to start late, okay? Because, again, a lot of those recruits, a lot, a lot of those um, uh, supposed, supposed signees, that, again, they bolted for supposedly greener pastures. He put together a staff that had both NFL and college experience. And then he quickly met with his team, and he set the new standards for LSU football, which I think was one of the keys to what we're seeing right now. Okay? New standards for the players, both academically and, and then, all, of course, within the program itself. Off-season workouts, again, monitored, making players responsible for each other's actions, which was huge. We saw the type of discipline with this team that we haven't seen since Nick Saban left for the NFL. But still, some of you kind of, still kind of, you know, were questioning Brian Kelly even back then. But those of us who were paying attention knew it would pay off. Maybe not in 2022, but definitely pay off. And a lot of people, again, bailed ship after the close loss to FSU in the opener. But it is an unbelievable turnaround, an unbelievable ride so far. Methodically, this team of holdovers, castoffs, and freshmen got better each and every week. Yeah, look, they got beat down by Tennessee. They were a deer in headlights. Again, a lot of mistakes early, put them behind the eight ball. Yes, you could have questioned some of Kelly's co um, uh, coaching decisions back then, but when we look at it now, he's the same guy, right? Aggressive, aggressive, aggressive. The team learned from that loss, though, didn't he? And what this team did on Saturday night in Tiger Stadium was one for the ages. One for the ages. Slaying that Saban Alabama dragon. I mean, <laughs> amazing. And amazing how, how they happen. Dominant. It's the beginning of the future dominance again, but this Brian Kelly coach LSU program, 
It's only the beginning. I mean, we could talk about the guts to go for the win in overtime, uh, the brilliance in the game plan to beat the Tide, the discipline to follow that, to follow the, uh, through on that game plan. Think about this for a second. LSU was a 13-and-a-half-point underdog by the time the game kicked off on, on, on Saturday night. Most of the week it was 14 points. So the, the line didn't move that much, half a point, right? It was on its home field. LSU was the better team. Now, we can talk about Jaden Daniels and his incredible maturation process from a guy that, again, was close to getting benched because he wasn't throwing the football in tight windows. Again, he wasn't using his arm. I mean, look, I was questioning it myself. We, look again, go listen to the tape, okay? There was a point in this season where I was saying maybe Nussmeyer might be the way to go. This guy doesn't want to throw the ball. He's incredible at running the football, but you can't win the SEC with a quarterback that just runs only. Can't do it. It's not the wing T. But there was a meeting with, between Brian Kelly and also, um, also Jaden Daniels in which I guess he must have instilled the confidence in him to be able to start using his arm, an arm that, again, a lot of us didn't know he had. And accuracy a lot of us didn't know he had. And again, again, he goes from almost being benched to, again, a Heisman hopeful. And the fact that he's not in, even in, in, in the conversation right now, after you look at his stats, 1,500 yards passing, 500 yards rushing, one of, I think, three quarterbacks in college football that's doing that right now, to look at where he came from to where he is right now, oh, my gosh. Is there a better, is there a better storybook story right now? Come on. You look at the freshmen, Campbell, Emery, Taylor. A walk-on at running back, an SEC running back. And again, I'll go back. I'm not afraid to be able to, to say when I'm wrong. I was questioning Josh Williams, whether he was an SEC caliber running back a few weeks ago, right? And now he's been doing his best impression of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. It's amazing. Walk-on running back. An offense that now is a well-oiled machine. Running the ball physically. Got gifted pass catchers who are now getting the foot, getting the football. That was a problem early. I mean, Bucci was, was again pretty much pouting throughout the first part of the season. He wasn't seeing the football. And now his 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 other cohorts at the wide receiver position weren't. But again, these guys are now having an opportunity to make plays. Amazing. And then an offensive line. Think about it. Transfers, freshmen. Guys that, again, are playing out of position, new positions. And it was a work in progress early, right? The experimentation of constantly trying to, you know, uh, mix, mix and match players at the offensive line position. Come on, are you kidding me? This offensive line beat an Alabama defensive line that's got players that are going to be playing on Sunday. Think about it. physical them. Beat them at the point of attack. It's amazing when you look at the transformation. Players that got better every single week tells you something about coaching, doesn't it? To a defense now that was put together by the transfer portal in the freshman class. And let's call it like it is, right? I mean, you want to look at the mass exodus? I mean, look at Eli Ricks again playing for Alabama. You think he wishes he was in purple and gold today? You better believe he does. So many guys, again, hitting the transfer portal, getting out, moving on. I mean, that's secondary. It's, it's full of transfer portals, uh, players. The freshman class stepping up. I mean, seriously. It may be, again, it may not be DBU, but, again, that defensive backfield full of transfers shut down the Alabama pass catchers. 
The defensive line, line stout all night, holding Alabama at 136 yards, 137 yards rushing. Gibbs, who, again, all we heard was, was the next Alvin Kamara, 99 yards on the ground. Bryce Young, the Heisman Trophy winner, looked ordinary as, again, the defense contained him. I mean, kudos to, again, Harold Perkins, Jr. Harold Perkins, Jr., number 40, the, the, the second coming of Devin White. Amazing. What I talked about last week, put the, him as a spy on, 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 Bryce, on Bryce Young, and he did. Matt House gave him a lot of credit. Again, every single week, it's been, it's been an incredible um, a game plan. And every single week, again, this team, for the most part, has stepped up. Ojalari, how great he was. I mean, you go right down the line. I mean, Wink. I mean, over and I, I, I have to name them all. Because, again, it, it was a gang-type effort to be, able, again, to be able to stop the Heisman Trophy winner. What do you got? One big play, 11 yards? That's it? It was a defensive gem of a game plan, and they neutered the Heisman Trophy winner, which you had to do to beat Alabama. And they did it. I mean, at some point during the game, Young was seeing ghosts. He thought he was getting under pressure, under pressure, and he wasn't. That's how great the defense was all night long. Also got to give a lot of credit to Bramblett. Uh, the, uh, Bramblett, the, uh, the punter, transfer for Notre Dame, who followed Kelly here. He pinned the tide deep, deep in, their, in their own territory, punt after punt. No turnovers, only seven penalties for 64 yards in, in one of the biggest games. LSU, LSU didn't benefit from the close calls. We go down a bunch of them and talk about the close calls, for, even from the replay booth. It didn't matter. Saturday night, the Valley shook once again. This time it was after Daniel's TV t- t- touchdown run, which was a thing of beauty. Not just the run, but the blocking downfield. If you go back and look at the replay and you look at all the blocks he got downfield, I mean, just again, sacrificing for the team. And then the gutsy two-point conversion to Mason Taylor. And the way that, that particular play was set up, where, again, Daniels had options. He could have thrown to the wide receivers who were, who were taking the, 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 uh, uh, the corners deep into the end zone. He could have run the ball in. He could, or again, he could have thrown it to Mason Taylor on, uh, at, the, at the pylon, which he did. Two-point conversion. Tigers win. Tigers win. Tigers win. I mean, Brian Kelly has big cojones. Not many would have went for the win in that spot. He did it. I think it's a testament to him and his staff. This LSU team, which was supposed to be satisfied with a winning season this year. Remember, we talked about it, right? A bowl berth. We'll be happy with that. It's a foundation year. They're 7-2. They're 5-1 in the SEC West. They're in first place in the SEC West. They're 7th ranked in the, in the AP, 8th ranked in the coaches' poll, and they'll be in the top 10 when the college football playoff poll comes out. They control their own destiny in winning the West and a berth in the SEC championship game. Now think about this. Under Kelly, this program that was on its knees at the end of last season is ahead of schedule. And for those who doubted Kelly and got out of the hire of Brian Kelly, how you like him now? What a turnaround. What an incredible game. What a domination by the LSU Tigers over Alabama. Sixth ranked in the nation. A team that again that again has been the, the big brother since Nick Saban went on over to to, uh, to Alabama and crushed the hearts of every single LSU fan out there. Are you kidding me? Just an amazing turnaround uh, by this team, 
and really put together, think about it, 39 scholarship players, 12 transfers, 15 signees, freshman signees, and, of course, a great coaching staff. They control their own destiny. Now, again, they got to beat Arkansas. they got to, they got to beat UAB. And, and, they, and they've got to beat, uh, they got to beat um, oh, gosh, Texas A&M to end the season. Control their own destiny. That's all you could ask for. Could you ask for anything more? And nobody thought they'd be in this position. Nobody. Nobody. Kudos to LSU. What a great victory. What a, what a, what a great night, Saturday night in Tiger Stadium. And, of course, the fans rushed the field. And what I loved more than anything else was no one standing on the eye. The circle around the eye, the respect for the eye of the tiger in the middle of the field. No matter again, it was and it was absolute again, uh, uh, craziness, uh, lunacy. I mean, people were out of control. But again, respect for that eye in the middle of the middle of the uh, of the uh, of the Tiger Stadium. Gotta love it. It was pretty much the same uptown, though, wasn't it? Think about it. Uptown New Orleans, Tulane, coming off a two-win season. Willie Fritz, like Kelly, had won at every level he had coached. He was on the, I want to say he was on the hot seat. He was on the warm seat. He did the unthinkable. He did. He did the unthinkable. He fired his longtime coaching staff. You're talking about coaches he had worked with for decades, guys that were not his friends but his family. They weren't his co-coaches. They were family. They had gone to him. They had been with him at stop after stop after stop after stop. Think about it. Coach he had worked over for, for decades. And then held over maybe the most maligned coach, his off- his defensive coordinator, Chris Hampton. I mean, that that took guts. It's not like the administration came to and said, hey, you got to fire your coaches. He fired his coaches on his own. He went in a different direction. Fritz then was able to hold his team together. Here's the difference between LSU and Tulane from last year. Tulane, a two-win team who, again, had, had bigger expectations then two wins. Fritz was able to hold this team together. There was no mass exodus of players in the transfer portal. It's become the norm in college sports, right? You have a bad season. You you don't get a chance to play. You move on to the next uh, destination. Whether it's better or not, jump in the transfer portal and move on. Don't stick and stay. Started with his quarterback, quarterback, quarterback Pratt. Michael Pratt stayed. Michael Pratt could have went to any university he wanted to go. There would have been t- there were universities out there that were licking their chops to have Michael Pratt for two more years to be able to again guide their team. Are you kidding me? He didn't move. He stayed. He stuck around. His uh, the rest of his underclassmen stuck around, despite the wholesale changes in the in the coaching staff. Only Jeffrey Johnson, who was again the, the best player on the defensive line and maybe the best player on defense. A guy that's going to be playing on, on Sundays left for Oklahoma. That was it. One defection. One. One defection off of a two-win team. Then Fritz goes to the transfer portal. Again, 10 players in the transfer portal. All 10 players making a difference on this team. Most of those players, New Orleans high school stars that went to big programs and had a chance to come back home and to play at Tulane. And Fritz hit gold on every single one. Fritz hit the Powerball on every single one. You know how hard that is? Every single one has made a difference. Fritz and his new staff hit the restart button. His team responded. 30-plus players working out on their own this past summer in the New Orleans Heat. Think about that. Remember, 
Michael Fritt, Michael Pratt getting the team together, 30-plus players every single day working out on their own in the New Orleans heat, preparing for the 2022 season. When nobody gave the Green Wave a chance after the two wins debacle of the season. But you know what this team has? Moxie. <laughs> Moxie. You can see it. You can see it. Okay? A swarming defense. Last year embarrassed. Remember, Chris Hampton. Oh, he can't coach. He's looked at as one of the bright young coaches in all of college football right now. And Tulane's going to have to work hard to be able to hold on to that guy now. It's a swarming defense. Gang tackling. You love the way they play defense. I mean, I'm, I mean, again, rarely make a mistake. Physical at the point of attack. Physical again with, the, with their corners against the, the opposing team's pass catchers. And, a, and, and linebackers that are outstanding. Can rush the pass or stop the run. And also, again, can cover as well. I mean, you're talking about all three levels. And you're talking about a solid defense at every single level. At some point, again, playing spectacular. A quarterback, again, that can do it all. I said it before, he reminds me of Joe Burrow. No, he's not Joe Burrow, but he's got Joe Burrow qualities. Leadership, will to win, accurate with, the, with, the, with, with his passing, smart, mobile, and tough as nails. That's Michael Pratt. That's Joe Burrow. And then the stack of the skill position players with playmakers. Running back, wide receiver, tight end. Are you kidding me? Players are going to be playing in the NFL, some of those guys. Spears, come on, give me a break. That offensive line, which is much maligned over the last few years, and rightly so, physical, will-imposing. I mean, that's what they've been this year. Every team they played. Yeah, they let the one slip against USM, and that is a mortal sin. But it is it also, based on what we've seen thus far and what we hope to see again with the last three games of the season against UCF-USM, I'm sorry, um, SMU and, and also uh, Cincinnati. No letdown. No looking past. 1-0. 1-0. They learned from that, from, the, from that game. Special teams are no longer an Achilles heel. I mean, Fritz had to go for it because he didn't trust his kicker over and over again. From the kicking to the punting to, again, uh, Jawan Jackson, who's been an incredible punt returner and, and of course, kickoff returner. They're no longer the Achilles heel of the program. This Tulane program went from AAC doormat to the top of the American Athletic Conference. They're at 8-1. They're in 5-0. They control their own destiny. They've exercised demons along the way. Houston, who, again, has kicked dirt in their face every single year. East Carolina physically beat them up and embarrassed them last year. USF, okay? Memphis has, again, traditionally been been a thorn in the side of Tulane football. And then at Tulsa, where they never win. Beat them all. Mind them up and beat them all. Now you got UCF coming. The town, SMU, on a quick turnaround on a Thursday night and then heading out to, again, what has been the best team in, in, in the AAC, Cincinnati, to end the season. Game day made a huge mistake not coming to New Orleans this weekend. They're going to Austin. They could again done, they could have come here and saw an atmosphere that it is going to be absolutely bananas. Thirty plus thousand at Yeoman, and of course a team that is that is that is on the on the cusp of winning a championship. Uh, a turnaround like we've seen, never seen, like we haven't seen in a long time in college football to go from two wins to again championship contender. 
in one season. The change, the turnover in the coaching staff. Again, the the, the stick, the, the stick to if that is a word, of, again, these players staying with the program. And the adding of, again, former New Orleans high school stars to put the cherry on top of this particular team, which has made it, again, a championship possibility. Think about it. Only UCF, SMU, and Cincinnati stand in the way of a spot in the American Athletic Conference Championship. And can I say it? A berth in the Cotton Bowl. The Cotton Bowl. Is this? Wait a minute. This is the highest ranked Tulane has been since 1949. 16th in the AP poll, 17th in the, in, in, in the coaches poll. Okay. Um, and I'm sorry. This is the, this is the most wins they've had since 1949. And, of course, when you look at where they are ranked now, 16th in the, in the coaches poll, 17th in the, in, 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 16th in the AP and 17th in the coaches poll. They are on the cusp of, again, if they win this weekend, moving up possibly into the top 12, maybe into the top 10. I mean, this, this program was left for dead after last season's two-win campaign. They're on the cusp of, again, turning this around and making it a championship season. Again, much like Brian Kelly's team, a year ahead. Look, we all thought LSU was going to have a foundation this year, right? Year this year, right? Then again, next year and beyond, we're going to be the years for LSU, and they're on the cusp of a championship. For Tulane, it was all the big dogs are leaving the AAC next year. They're going to be, again, they're going to be, uh, the, the 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 top of the heap. They're going to be the best best team. They have a chance to be the best program in the AAC and be perennial champions. I've been talking about it forever. They got a chance to do it this year before the big dogs make their exit. You think about this for a sec. How great this has been. How this has been a again so far a November to remember, where these teams LSU and Tulane have not proven so far. They're not pretenders, but they are contenders for a championship. Common denominator with the resurrection of both Tulane and LSU's football programs is quality coaching. Winning the transfer portal, instilling both teams' players, again, discipline, accountability, and the will to win. So far, it's been a November to remember. Hopefully, it will continue all the way to December and beyond. But boy, it's been fun, hasn't it? It's been a lot of fun. If you're a Tulane fan, you're giddy. If you're an LSU fan, you're out of your mind after the Alabama win. Are you kidding me? And I hope, again, this train continues along these tracks because it's been a lot of fun to see these teams resurrect themselves and how they've done it. Both left for dead at the end of last season. Both have resurrected in, in again, championship-type programs. Kudos to each and every one of those players, coaching staff, the entire, again, or the entire uh, uh, football departments because this is quite a turnaround. Quite a turnaround for both programs. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Metairie, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You're looking for a company you can trust with your, with your vehicle uh, at Southern Tire. They're your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs, the best deals on tire. Largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. You need a new set of tires, go to southerntire.com, choose your tires there, uh, and uh, head into Southern Tire. They'll have them ready to be mounted for you. Uh, ASC certified technicians, the same diagnostic equipment you get on the dealership, and constantly upgrading that diagnostic equipment to keep, keep track and keep pace with today's vehicles. Tony Piazza and the Piazza family have made that investment for you, their customer. And I've said it before, there's no way in this town you stay in the automotive business repairing cars and, again, selling tires since 1972 unless you're taking care of your customers. You'll be treated like family over at Southern Tire. 
Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Hickory and Airline and Mentor. You'll be Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504 737 1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com. Check out all the services they provide with their customers. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Mentor, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppoly. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick and get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 Don't miss your chance to tailgate with NOLA's team on Saturday, November 12th at Lakefront Arena. Tailgate Village opens at noon. Food trucks, music, inflatables, face painting, and games for kids, a cooking contest, chances to win big prizes, and much more waiting for you. Then watch the UNO Privateers men's basketball team open their home schedule at 4 p.m., followed by post-game fireworks on the lakefront. To purchase tickets and learn more, head on over to unoprivateers.com slash tickets or call 504 280 game. 
Food so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine slow-cooked beef rib roast served on a bed of mixed greens topped with cheddar cheese, tomatoes, and bacon pieces. That's our fourth and gold beef rib roast salad at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. And for dessert, try our Heath Toffee Crumble Cheesecake. New York-style cheesecake on a walnut graham cracker crust covered with toffee pieces, chocolate, and caramel. Only at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Derek Asher, brought to you by our friends at Hendricks, Neptunia Gin. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app. We are WRKN, 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick and get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in an authentic French Quarter courtyard. 
or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished. in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com.
Here's our man, Eric Asher. Hour number, I don't know if I'd call it two, because it's an abbreviated hour of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thank you for listening, no matter where you are, anywhere in the metropolitan area, like my my, my cousin Roy and, of course, uh, his buddy Tim Purvis up in Slidell. Of course, our, our great signal here at 106.1 FM Nash Icon, reaching the entire metropolitan area of the city of New Orleans and, of course, the North Shore as well. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, if you can't catch us on, on, on the airwaves. Or if you have to leave for any any length of time, you can listen at Nashville FM 106.1, EricAsher.com. And remember, our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. We're on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans Show uh, with Eric Asher. Uh, as mentioned, abbreviated show out of here at 520 this afternoon, uh, making way for UNO basketball, heading up to Indianapolis, uh, Indiana. Uh, Butler taking on UNO, and, of course, I've said this about Coach Sless, he doesn't back down from anybody. I mean, to start the season against Butler, who, again, has been a perennial tournament team, uh, and, of course, to take his team, again, on the road in a tough place to play to start off the season. Uh, you know, talking about the cojones of, um, of Brian Kelly, uh, Coach Sless has got him. And, of course, he again, there's a method in his madness, right, right? Again, one of the things that he does is he tries to get his team battle-tested uh, before the season starts. So, again, when they get into conference play, they're ready to go. And uh, really, again, some, some um, high expectations for both LSU, Tulane, and UNO basketball this year. As great as things have been with Tulane and LSU football uh, this, this season, uh, again, all three teams are expected to be able to uh, vie for the uh, – uh, for their conference, and that includes LSU again, which, again, you know, we talk about the mass exodus of players to the transfer portal for the football team. Are you kidding me? McMahon had to do the same thing as Kelly. He had to rebuild the team from scratch. You know, again, you look at what uh, Coach Sless has done, uh, and then, of course, you look at what's going on with Tulane. Uh, ought to be one of those uh, great basketball seasons if all things go as has been forecasted uh, for all three. As far as the Pelicans go, uh, I'm a little bit disappointed, i got to tell you. Uh, five and four now, um, heading into um, uh, taking on, uh, again, of all teams, Indiana tonight uh, in, in Indianapolis, same place where UNO is. Uh, they take on the Pacers. They're five and four right now. The, the Pacers are four and five. And um, they've dropped some teams. They've dropped some games they shouldn't have dropped. Now, of course, they beat the Golden State Warriors G, G League team on Friday night here in New Orleans. But then they go to Atlanta and they lose to Atlanta. Uh, it's been kind of an up-and-down season. You know, you lose to the Lakers, which, again, is unforgivable. Um, but and, and it really looked like this team was going to be a juggernaut. Then it got hit by injuries early, uh, again, in this first 10-game stretch. Remember, we're going to do what Willie, what Willie Green does. Willie Green has, has said since day one that he is going to um, uh, judge his team on 10-game on, on sets. So we're going to do the same thing. Uh, in order to be, have a winning 10-game uh, uh, set, uh, the first 10 games set. They got to win tonight in um, in Indy. 
taking on taking on the Pacers. Uh, they are five and four now. They've done up six and four uh, for the first ten. Hopefully they'll do that, and hopefully again they'll start to get back on track to be the team we saw against Brooklyn early, uh, which again was it was a juggernaut type team. Uh, there are some reasons why we'll get into those tomorrow when we have more time. Uh, but again, Pels tonight, tonight taking on the uh, taking on the uh, the uh, Indianapolis Indiana Indiana Pacers. Uh, that's a 6:45 tip. And the Saints are in the dome tonight, taking on the uh, on the on the Baltimore Ravens. We talked about it in the first hour, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I believe the Saints can win, but they have to have the type of effort they had last week. There's no other way around it. Uh, there is no more um, uh, opportunity for this team to come out half-assed, half-hearted, and, and, and expect to be able to roll a ball out there and win. It's just not going to happen. They got to come in. They got to play error-free football. They got to be swarming on defense. They got to stop the run. They got to be physical. Uh, and, and, of course, they got to be, again, the, uh, the sticky, intense uh, secondary that we, we were used to seeing when, when Lattimore was on the field. Alante Taylor's gone a long way in, in, in solving that for this team. Uh, you look at the, at the Saints right now, and offensively, even without Michael Thomas, um, they're in a good spot. Uh, they, they found ways to be able to move the football consistently. And, and also to be able to, um, to to score. Andy Dalton has taken care of the football for the most part. We cannot have a repeat of what we saw in Arizona, where, again, he takes the risk and, and puts this team in a position where, again, uh, they're turning the ball over. Uh, if this team can hold on to the football, not turn it over, not penalize themselves with self-inflicted mistakes, or, again, missed assignments, they're going to beat Baltimore tonight. It starts with stopping Lamar Jackson, though. You've got to make him a pocket passer, and you've got to put pressure on him okay, in such a way that you contain him and allow him to be able to throw. Look, he came out of college, out of Louisville, as a guy that in his first couple of years that was not only, again, a great scrambler and runner, well, probably the best in the NFL quarterback, but was an accurate passer. His accuracy has waned over the last couple of seasons. He's not the same guy in terms of accuracy. So you've got to get him in a situation where he's very uncomfortable. Um, can't let him be the guy that beat you tonight. Um, again, Andrews will not be playing tonight uh, because of an injury, and that's going, that's going to help, um, obviously, the Saints because that's one of his big weapons and kind of his, his security blanket. But this defense has got to be, again, uh, out, uh, ready to play on all three levels. Offensively, uh, the offensive line has to be physical as they've been. Uh, they got to open up holes for Kamara. I want to see more of Taysom Hill getting the ball in his hands tonight. Again, again, whether that's as a quarterback, as a, uh, as a, uh, as a, a passer, or again catching the football. And of course, um, hopefully, again, we'll see uh, we'll see more of of Johnson in in the in the, um, in the passing game. And uh, of course, Olave has been unstoppable. I've talked about it over the last couple of weeks. Uh, no. He's not worth all the draft picks that was given up for him because he's not Jerry Rice, but he's a damn good player. He's the best rookie right now of this rookie class. He's the best wide receiver of this rookie class so far. He should be, again, an odds-on favorite to be able to get Offensive Rookie of the Year for what he's been able to do because he's a polished wide receiver coming out of Ohio State that, again, can run precise routes and has the ability with, again, his change of speed and, and of course, his speed to be able to get separation uh, from the defensive back. For a rookie to be able to do that against, again, quality, veteran defensive backs in the NFL, that, that, is, that is very uncommon. I mean, you saw it with, Jordan, with, 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 uh, with Justin Jefferson when he came out uh, with, with, um, with, the, uh, with the Minnesota Vikings. You're seeing a kind of a repeat of that with Olave. So you've got to get the ball to the playmakers. Your offensive line has got to be able to protect uh, uh, Andy Dalton, keep him clean. 
open up holes for the running game, use that screen game like they've been able to do, which is, again, where this, where this offensive line excels. No mistakes. Can't have penalties. Can't have, can't have turnovers on the offensive side of the ball. And defensively, you got to be stout. You're not going to have Marshawn Lattimore tonight. Uh, again, the, 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 the receivers don't, don't scare you from, from, from Baltimore, but what happens is uh, Lamar Jackson will start running. He'll make time with his feet, and you can't cover all that time, okay, or you start peeking in the backfield at Lamar Jackson. I'll be interested to see again how they play Jackson tonight. Or are they going to use Demario Davis as a spy? I mean, is, that, is it going to be Tyron Matthew? I, I just don't think you can use Pete Werner because he's been a tackling machine for this team. But, again, somebody's going to have to spy him out. And then, of course, you know, in the running back position, I don't know what they're going to get out of Howard, uh, again, coming off of uh, the practice squad. Uh, but hopefully, again, we'll see Dwayne Washington uh, be a guy that, that can complement uh, Alvin Kamara when they, need, when they need some physical yards. That's where I would also use Taysom Hill for that physical yards. You need those physical yards because he's a guy that can get three, four yards at a pop. I like the Saints tonight. I really do. But again, they got to play mistake-free football like they did last week. They got to prove that that was not a one-off or an anomaly when we looked the way that defense played. When again, that played like we thought they were when a play coming out of training camp. And this offense, even again without the weapons that we've seen or had hoped to have, continues to move the football and they continue to score at a high clip. I mean, you're scoring 30 points a game. Come on. So the offense isn't an issue right now. The only issue with the offense has been again turning the ball over and self-inflicted mistakes. They play a clean game. They beat Baltimore, and I've said it before. It's right in front of them, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a tough schedule anymore. At the Steelers, Rams, at the 49ers, at the Buccaneers, you get your bye week. You come out against the Fraud Falcons. At the, at, at the Browns, Eagles are the toughest team left on, on, on the schedule, and then finish up with the Panthers. This team can make a run if they play football like they did last week. Hopefully they will. Congratulations to the LSU Tigers and the Tulane Green Wave for, again, a great weekend of football. Uh, two great victories on both Tulane going into Tulsa, where, again, they've traditionally, again, uh, got beat, and they, and they go in there and exercise those demons. And, of course, beaten uh, uh, Saban and Alabama uh, in, at LSU uh, in Tiger Stadium. Oh, what a night it was. The Saints can complete the trifecta for us with a win tonight in the Superdome. Hopefully it will happen. All right, don't forget about my friends at Henrik Steptunia Gin. be a great time to be able to stock up on Henrik Steptunia Gin before the ball game. Henrik Steptunia Gin is available at all your favorite spirit stores. It's a limited edition gin uh, by our friends over at Henrik's Gin. Get it now. Uh, get a few bottles to be able to store. Great collector's item as well as a conversation piece and a fantastic spirit. All part of the portfolio of William Grant Independent Family Distillers since 1887. And even if, again, tonight on a, on a Monday night football night, if your AC breaks down and you need help, Burkhardt will be there for you. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Looking for a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. Uh, don't hesitate to call. A Burkhardt uh, um, uh, employee will answer the phone and dispatch a Burkhardt truck out to your home or business to get you up and running. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. All right, special thanks to Rudy back at studio uh, for producing our program today. Uh, as always, we appreciate each and every one of you listening to our show. Also, again, we thank our great sponsor and sponsor our program. You go to ericasher.com for a slice for the sponsor sponsor our program. Thanks so much for, again, supporting those sponsors. And thanks for those sponsors supporting our program. Uh, as always, we appreciate you guys listening. We'll do it all over again tomorrow with a full show, a recap of the Saints, looking again for LSU and Tulane's weekend, and, uh, and, of course, talking a little bit about what's going on with the Pels tonight as they take on uh, the Pacers. Now we go live and direct to Indianapolis, Indiana. 
uh, Butler University. Uh, for the voice of the UNO privateers, Jude Young, and UNO basketball. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. Go Saints! From the dog catch to the governor. That includes the mayor. They all got to go.